Greetings and welcome to another Godfather Minute. Ah, 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 ah. This is our special Halloween episode <laughs> of Godfather Minute. Really? Yeah. It's, it's October. Oh, it's October, but this is not being released on Halloween. No, no. Halloween okay. is on a Thursday this year. Wow, so, so you're you're pumping up Halloween. You're like uh, the, the freaking U.S. economy getting <laughs> Christmas started in April. I have so many times I get compared to the U.S. economy. You know, <laughs> I'm bigger than U.S. Steel. <laughs> uh, well, today we're talking about Minute 116. 116 of The Godfather. Is that right? 116. That's right. 116. Yes. Sweet 116. That's right. <laughs> Do you think Hyman Roth celebrated his sweet 116th birthday party? Probably. Bring out a pink, a pink car. A gold telephone. When a man gets to this age, he likes to share the things he's earned. <laughs> Alex, have a piece of cake. <laughs> Bigger piece, please. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. This is easy. Cento sedici. Cento sedici. You got it. Oh, cento, meaning hundred. Uh-huh. Uh, seis meaning six mm-hmm. and dici meaning ten. That's it. One six ten. One thousand six hundred and ten. You just said one hundred six ten. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, so it's like that, a reverse logic. <laughs> it's it's a twist. It's, yeah, like it makes it. So uh, when you remember when you go to Sicily, you have to continue to apply that reverse logic. You order dessert first, mm-hmm. and then you order your entree, and then you finish with your appetizer. Now, do I eat them in that order as well, yes. or do I just order them in, in that? Do I just order them? You eat and order them that So it's way. like Sicily's like bizarro world, or opposite opposite land. Right, that's... Right. So instead of <laughs> instead of everyone eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, they poop out dessert, oh. dinner, <laughs> lunch, and breakfast, because it's the total opposite. I guess so, yeah. 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 Well, that kind of makes sense, because you're... you're before you go to dinner at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. you <laughs> I don't want to go there. I don't want to sink the bathroom level. Well, you know, we should, you know, where we do want to go, minute mm-hmm. 116. Okay, let's do it. Uh, 116, uh, it's Connie and Carlo. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Connie has just received a telephone call from Carlo's girlfriend. We think. That's right, a friend of Carlos. Yeah, I mean, it could have been Carlo. <laughs> right. Remember? It could have been a pre recorded. Intoxicated Carlo, or, or rags, or a coach yeah, for that or matter. Pre recorded. We didn't even joke about the idea that it could be a pre recorded. <laughs> like a robocall, yeah. just calling all the houses in the, in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You've been selected to receive a free vacuum cleaner from. Cleaner <laughs> <laughs> it's all missed, missed dialogue. <laughs> uh, so Connie and Carlo are getting into a big argument. Connie starts trashing the place, throwing dishes all mm. over the place. Uh, Carlo is telling her to clean it up and calling her a uh, spoiled, etc. And it ends with Carlo kicking in the bathroom door mm-hmm. to continue his beating in private. Yeah. So a lover's quarrel. Uh, Would you consider this a lover's quarrel? 
I guess when you, I wouldn't consider this to be lovers. I guess when you're lovers quarrel, it's mm-hmm. like the kind of routine arguments you get into about workaday things. Oh. I wouldn't say a lover, if lovers quarrel is like you're breaking dishes and I mean, I don't oh. know. Maybe it's just, it just depends on people's definition of love. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm asking you, is this more than I would a, say a lover's quarrel that you would have? I would definitely say it's, I've never broken a dish mm-hmm. uh, intentionally oh. in, uh, in our house, but, uh, have you never broken anything intentionally? No, I'm too. Uh, I'm too. Uh, you know, uptight. Why have you been in? Our, I, I mean, I've uh, broken things intentionally, not in anger. I've been like, oh, I'm throwing this thing away. I might as well just break it just for the fun I'd of it. Break a beer bottle. Yeah, you know, but not you're like, out at night with your buddies. And I've never broken anything that wasn't garbage. How about that? Well, glass is, is technically not garbage in Portland. <laughs> all right, take it easy there. Uh, was it Sun- Sonny was the one who was all yeah, into like, <laughs> If you put the glass in a compost again, I'll kill you. But you, but you were breaking a glass that was empty. You weren't like breaking a full bottle of beer purposely. I don't think so. No, that seems like no, a waste definitely of- not during a, a lover's quarrel. <laughs> yes. Um, Have you ever pulled a knife on someone? Because in this many minute, Connie pulls a knife, right? She does, yes. You ever pulled a knife on someone? I've never pulled a knife on anyone that I can think of. Either in anger or not. Well, I mean, I guess I've done it jokingly with people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did the other person take it as a joke? I don't know if they knew it was a joke or not. Because they got all upset and like, and like, give me all their, give me their money and stuff. And then I just left. I was like, I don't mm. care, you know? So I don't know if they knew it was a joke or not. I got the money, so I guess yeah, well, jokes on them. Yeah, jokes on them. Yeah. If they hold me in, I'd be like, dude, it was a joke the whole time. You were so stupid. This yeah. is what you go to college. You get stupid. <laughs> you should try that more often. If people are just going to give you money, yeah, and you could just walk away. Hmm. Let's try it. Okay, between the two of us, gosh, yeah. we look like uh, big thug thug brothers. Let's just walk downtown this Saturday night, break some bottles, so people know we're serious. <laughs> Um, so, uh, one thing I thought was, so going through them in an order mm-hmm. before they actually start getting too yeah. uh, physical, mm-hmm. um, like well, it's Connie's already breaking dishes. And yeah. Stuff. But it made me, it made me sad for Connie that she went to the trouble of, you know, cause she's, we, we learned last week that she has already made dinner and it was on the table mm-hmm. and it was getting cold. And so it's seeing the thing all set up there, a little pathetic little candles lit and everything oh it just mm-hmm. made me feel bad for poor Connie. yeah i know the wine and the pitcher yeah and in the previous minute she when he said i'm not hungry she said you just told me to make dinner you mm-hmm. imagine how frustrating that would be oh sure yeah someone that you put all this time into it she probably feels it's she, I did, she definitely feels it's her responsibility to keep him fed and he's just completely shutting her out well i mean to be to play the devil's advocate for a second, mm-hmm. maybe if Connie wasn't so like intense, he, he, Carlo wouldn't have to be running around town chasing tail everywhere. Mm-hmm. You think that's what it is? I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't get in the si- inside the head of Carlo or Connie. I, I can't help but feel like Carlo's motivation is is to get more, to get a bigger piece of the action. Something in it for him. Well, so uh, yeah, last week we were questioning how much of this. Yeah. was intentional or not. Mm-hmm. But again, throughout this minute, it does not seem like he's doing it just for the sake of Sonny. Yeah. I mean, maybe on some level he really is mad also. So mm-hmm. he's just like, well, this is great. I get to beat her for free and Sonny gets killed. So it's a two, it's a two for deal. Yeah. Are you suggesting that Wait, wait, the, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that at the end of the movie, when my son, Michael Corleone, 
when he learned or when he questions Carlo and says, come on, you can't, that, that little ruse couldn't fool Corleone. Was mm-hmm. it Barzini or Tatalia? Junio. <laughs> and, Car- and Carlo's pretty much saying, I don't know what you're talking about. You think it's possible Carlo really had nothing to do with that? But Mikey is saying, no, I know you had something to do with it. Who was it? So the same and way. Carlo is just sort of kind of, kind of like, the, like, the, the, like the torturing uh, line of questioning gets you nowhere. People will lie just to try to get out of it. Yeah. Do you think maybe Carlo really had nothing to do with it? It's, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the same way that he let Sonny beat him up. Mm-hmm. He could have fought back yeah. against Sonny, but he knew that if it's not worth it because it would just get him in bigger trouble. So maybe he's just like, you know what? I'll just go along with Mikey. Yeah. He's giving me a plane ticket. I, I, he wouldn't make his kid an orphan. Yeah. And so on. Yeah. Maybe he really is innocent and just a sucker. Yeah. In which case, he deserved it too. Oh. <laughs> Check another person who dies in a car. Yeah. Well, not yet. Not, yeah. He's still, still alive. Yeah, not yet. He's still yeah. alive. Uh-huh. And then, so then Connie starts trashing the room. Yeah. Trashing the, the mm-hmm. kitchen table, trashing the pulling still all these vases off the shelf. Yeah. Uh, have you ever trashed a room like that? No, I don't think so. No. I played in a band for many years and. You guys never trashed a room. Never trashed a room. Well, we were, we were kind of nerdy rock and rollers. <laughs> <laughs> Since you said you didn't trash we, the like, room, we, I assumed that we, to be the case. We would do our share of partying, but we would like go yeah. back to the room at four in the morning and just read, Play a little you know, skip wind low. down. <laughs> yeah. It never makes sense to me to trash a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't think it'd just be fun just for the sake of, Oh, it would totally be fun. But I guess I just yeah. had that, that sense of, of, of doing right. I right. think someone has to clean this up and I'm going to have to pay for Somebody it. Somebody has to what? Someone, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Dang, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I trashed a broom. I'm trying to think of anything I just straight up trashed. Like in a junkyard or is there television. Am I just making it up in my head? Have you okay. tr- ever trashed anything? I can't think of anything really. No, I know you threw a toilet bowl off the Croton Dam. Yeah, were you there for that? No, Matt was there. But it wasn't but the you told us? No, you told me huh, about it afterward. Funny. Yeah, we th- I threw a, a old someone a toilet someone was throwing away. We uh, mm-hmm. threw it off of a dam. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. So that's like, but again, it was something someone was already throwing away. Yeah, Connie's really going at it. She's smashing everything. She even makes it a point to reach up high to get those ceramic yeah, figurines. And she's pregnant. She should be taking it easy. Let's <laughs> yeah. let Carlo trash it. She should be the one trashing it. <laughs> Pick up that face and throw it on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So I was also trying to think of other movies. Can you think of other movies where someone trashes a room? Mm. I made a note of two. Mm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Do they in stripes? Mm. I'll no, say three. They don't in stripes. I can think of three now. They trash the strip club and and <laughs> they trash the movie going public with that garbage. Yeah. What are the two uh, Citizen Kane is one. Oh, when, he, he trashes, uh, uh, Orson Welles trashes a room. Okay. Uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Pink, oh, Pink yeah. trashes a room. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, what was the last one I just came up with? Uh, oh, fooey, I forgot it. Mm. There must be others, though. Oh, I can think of another one in, uh, is it in this movie? Oh, it's in GF2, where uh, Senator Geary trashes the, the hotel room. Ever in the rub joint, the Mickey Mouse nightclub? He doesn't, uh, he doesn't trash it, it's does totally he? totally trash. There's blood everywhere. There's a dead body. But 
Let's just. I think that qualifies as being a trash. All right, we'll we'll, we'll put a pin in it for now. We'll, we'll remember with. I just thought just that the, she was dead. I didn't get the impression that. Oh, the that's it. You, <laughs> well, no, I didn't get the impression that the whole room was trash. Oh, okay, because I would I would think that if they were the ones because. If Fredo's guys were the ones who killed her, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want to trash the room because they're the ones who are going to have to clean it up and they're going to oh, yeah. pay for all the broken furniture. That's true, so yeah. They just want it to be as, as simple yeah. and as... Uh, as, as well, know. I'm trying to remember that scene now. You know what? I, mm. re- I, I, I remember her laughing. And I remember... Yeah, she was definitely laughing. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> Mommy dearest. <laughs> Mommy she trashes the uh, the closet yes. with the uh, the wire oh, hangers. Oh, absolutely! And the whole backyard too. Yeah, That's all like, the clothes she strips off trash, the hangers. Trash, yeah. Oh, yeah, the backyard. <laughs> Tina, bring me the axe. <laughs> Tina, clean it up. <laughs> who do you who do you think would win in a in a fight, Carlo or uh, Joan? What's her last name? Crawford. Crawford. Oh, Joan Dearest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carlo or Mommy Dearest. Uh, I could I could see them go. Ahead. Well, it's funny because also the time period is pretty much the same. Yeah. Too, so they both are about yeah. the same. The mm-hmm. same. Uh, well, the temptation is to say Carlo because he's like a you know he's clearly good at beating up ladies. So, uh, but um, you know, mommy dearest, she's tough. She is tenacious. She took on a whole PepsiCo yeah, boardroom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. love to see Carlo and Joan Crawford go go back and forth like threatening each other he's like clean he's like clean it up she says oh no you don't boys <laughs> you're not gonna push me out <laughs> yeah 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 you spoiled brat <laughs> well so Bring unfortunately the between the two of them we only see them beating up lady other ladies because Tommy uh, dearest only beats up her daughter yeah and we carlo mm. only beats up uh uh connie yeah so we never see really what what uh how how mommy dearest would do against a gentleman or how Carlo would do against a gentleman for that matter. Well, you see mommy dearest bully her latest husband quite right. a bit. Yeah. She forces him to put more money into the renovation of their Manhattan apartment. Yeah. Wow. You really remember a lot of the details. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> you remember what she said to him? He says, he's like, Joni, I'm not one of your fans. <laughs> He says, Joni, we, we just don't have the money anymore. And then she said, build it up! <laughs> build it up! Clean it up! Build it up! Clean it up! Build it up! Stand him up! <laughs> Bring me the axe! <laughs> wow. I have to work with all those into my next song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, the bait, the trap has now been sent, is, is being set for Sonny. Oh, yeah. How long is it until Sonny is shot on the causeway? We must be getting very, very, very close. Let's do a little counting. Pophead Jinko, you're stuck with Hagen. The lobster might not even be in the car, Sonny. But he's right to steal his heart. Lots of money he'll be making. A lot of money in that white Go see, I'm home. Made a big mistake, should have kept your mouth shut. Sonny was hot for my deal, and you can't talk business with him. And Carlo made a mess, now you gotta clean it up. Now clean it up! Pop in a coma. 
home afraid of losing his mind. Where the hell is Luca? You are out of time. Tick tock, tick tock, we're counting down every day. What can I do? What can I do? To get the car, oh, gotta make it through the causeway. Sullyum, 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 causeway. Listen to me, you better listen to Clemenza's wife. That's right, it's minute 119, three minutes. Wow. That's all Jimmy Khan's got left in his contract. Man, his yeah. contract. <laughs> Jimmy contract. James Con- James Khan? Yeah, James Jim- contract. James Jimmy Khan contract. <laughs> J- James, Jimmy, the brains all over the con contract. <laughs> James, Jimmy, kid dynamite. <laughs> Connie contract. Con. I lost track of where I was. Tracked. <laughs> Tracked. <laughs> so, hey, it's funny. We should joke about that because didn't Jimmy Con, wasn't he upset he wasn't in the film as much as he as much as they had filmed? Yeah. There he got was, cut out there quite was, a there bit. Was, He's he, not in the movie. He got stepped much. over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he apparently had a lot more emotional scenes. Mm-hmm. James Conn thought they showed Sonny as being very one note, very yeah. like hot tempered, very weak. Yeah, very weak. What did he expect? What did Jimmy Conn expect from from well, his portrayal of of Sonny? Well, I guess he filmed. There were other scenes he filmed where it showed Sonny all like sad, all thoughtful, all good. Yeah, like, like I guess I want to see <laughs> Rom bring K to rom cons or something. I am just telling you what Jimmy Khan said that there was like a big tearful scene where he was maybe explaining <laughs> to someone about how Pop was shot. I could see uh, they, they, how upset he got when when uh, we're on the street. He's already dead. <laughs> Jimmy Khan. Tomorrow, you. And then when Clemenza would say, "Oh, don't cry, don't don't cry, Sonny," he's like, "I'm not crying." And then he he pushed him. What? You shut up. He'd get mad, and so they would only keep the mad part. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all all of his his softer sides were already filmed within the scenes we see. They just, just cut, they were just, just cut around. Them, yeah. yeah, like when uh, when the Don says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Remember when he interrupts Salazzo speaking? He's like, I'm wait, sorry, about you. <laughs> He says, you're trying to, wait, wait, you, you, you tell me that the time they guarantee a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop <laughs> embarrassing me. Papa! <laughs> yeah, cause so look at, uh, we see um, uh, Fredo cry. Yeah. Fredo well, cries when, yeah. He, when Pop gets shot. When, mm-hmm. Does he cry when, um, when, he doesn't really cry when he's, uh, when he, during the uh, I got stepped over part, he gets emotional. Yeah, he's emotional. He yeah. He's not actually I, te- tearing up. Right? I think in GF two he does cry when Michael the overdub part where Michael finds him in the street when yeah. he's running and all the chaos is taking place. He says, "Fredo, Fredo, get in the car." <laughs> and Fredo, I think Fredo's crying. He's running away. Is he really? I think so. Oh, he's all confused and running. He doesn't want to go with Michael. <laughs> he's upset. He's not going to get to see Superman anymore. <laughs> Yeah. What did they get Groucho to overdub, overdub those lines? Right <laughs> up, right up. This is the only way off the island tonight. <laughs> um, what else you got? I got a few things. Uh, I think this, it's kind of subtext in the scene, but I mm-hmm. feel like, and I don't know if he was told to act this way, but I feel like Carlo wants her to clean up the room. Because <laughs> he, he only says it like about eighteen times in the space of yeah. this one minute. Why do you think he waits to say it? 
She's breaking all this stuff, yeah. throwing stuff. She throws the wine at him, and he's just sort of like, yeah, 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 just kind of walking around. And then finally, when she seems done, that's when he says, now clean it up. I don't Why know. Why doesn't he stop her while she's doing it? Well, I don't think he really cares about the stuff. Yeah. I mean, because I'm sure uh, the Corleones wind up paying, for, you know, all that stuff anyway. Yeah. I guess yeah. all their money comes from the Corleones, you know, anyway. Yeah. It's not like Carla owns the candy shop, but I don't know. <laughs> Um, maybe he saw like she was getting to the end of stuff to break. So he's like, okay, I guess now this is the second phase where now I'm yelling (laughs) at you to clean the stuff. Like he's letting her break as much as possible. So she has as much to break up. It's that much more frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that much later. He can stay out that night because (laughs) Connie will still be cleaning. I think he was like, you know, like watching her do it. All right. All right. You spoiled guinea brat. And he was like, Oh, I totally forgot. That's supposed to be beating her up for Sonny to get Sonny to come over here. So that's why he's suddenly like, Oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Clean it up. Yeah. That's he's getting all mad. <laughs> Terrible. So Alex, you know what we have in this minute? What do we have? We have ourselves an overdub alert. Oh yeah, a lot of them. Did you notice that? Oh, totally. There's one that's straight up. You almost hear the the the, the background hiss. Just <laughs> the totally sound of a tape cut. recorder going. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, totally stops, and you hear Carlo. He says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, come on now, kill me, be a murderer like your father." Yeah, that's completely all you Corleones. All you Corleones are murderers. Yeah. It yeah. does sound like. Carlo's voice. I, did, oh, I yeah. think they got the same guy yeah. to do it. Yeah. I think Connie is dubbed at some point also. Oh, in this scene? Yeah. When she's running around? It's not surprising considering that she's breaking dishes everywhere. Yeah. So they, might, they might have gotten not the best sound quality of the, mm-hmm. uh, of the thing. But uh, yeah, I know. I, when I heard the dubbing, I was like, oh, Andy's going to love this part. I know how uh, I know they had, how they had gotten Abe Vigoda to overdub uh, Mo Green's lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so I, I was wondering if he had done carlo's lines too he's like yeah yeah barney. come on barney come on now <laughs> you always <laughs> kill me be a murderer like, like your father he's barney. waking up from a nap barney <laughs> <laughs> like he's a real fan winkle barney that, that ruins all my arrangements no 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 sally you didn't have any arrangements it's okay go back to sleep <laughs> He does, he's not even a capo regime. He's just an old mustache Pete. He's retired. He's more of a figurative. He's, he's, he's semi-retired. He's semi-retired. And he's, <laughs> he doesn't even have a crew or anything. Yeah. They just keep him thinking. He's dementia, basically. Yeah. Oh, poor fish. So, yeah, overdub alert. Seriously, yeah. in this, overdub in alert. this scene. So, uh, what do you think about that, that line, be a murderer like your father? Pretty serious. Hmm. I didn't think. I think that's an infamida. At least in the in the mafia business, you would never shout out that the head of a crime family is a murderer. You don't know if your phones are being tapped. You know, there could be someone right outside. He's yelling. Yeah, someone he's could be screaming. right outside the door. Yeah, his his, his date could be waiting for her outside the door. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great if he says that. Come on, yeah, come on now, kill me, be a murderer like your father. And Hagen it is right, right in the next room. He steps out. No, Carlo, you can't say that publicly, <laughs> or else you, that could be proved in a court of law. The Don Carlo had had knowledge of the murders taking place. He's on his side. He's he's not like he's trying, trying to, to protect the whole family. Oh, he's not. He's not. He's not trying to protect Connie. He's just trying to keep no, no, no. Keep he's it just, all under wraps. Well, he's got one client, Alex. That's true, and it's he's responsible to fear. Yeah, it's responsibility. 
ways to protect Tom Corleone. He's like a referee. They completely stop fighting. Foul. <laughs> Carl, are you in the penalty box for three minutes while you think about that? You're lucky so, that the police captain didn't know where he was. comes out with that. the broom. He's like <laughs> pushing away all the broken dishes for the next round. <laughs> and they bring in all new plates, a whole yeah. new pitcher of wine for them to what, break and um, I think dishes have to be like like porcelain has to be among the most satisfying things to break. Mm, how come? I think just the sound of it and it looks mm. and but it's not like glass where you worry you're going to get hit by a piece of glass. It's, mm. it's, it's I don't know porcelain so you can yeah it seems more satisfying. Yeah. I wonder how easy it is to smash a whole dish. Connie's just kind of pushing them off shelves and they're breaking, yeah. but I don't know, the stuff that we have is seems pretty strong. Well, don't forget you're also these are she's using 19 at least 46 yeah, the latest true. plates yeah things are probably made a little we more like space age polymers and yeah <laughs> so on. are we living in the space age <laughs> you think so i guess it's running true. out of space <laughs> i'm feeling my age bonnie did we land on the moon bonnie uh i have a, a charming anecdote from my own childhood all right lay it on us um when i was a kid um, I was visiting, uh, I don't think you were, I don't, you might not even been born during this story because mm. a little kid or you were, must've been a baby. I'm surprised you remember. You're, You're just, just a little, little baby. Well, I've heard, I've heard our parents tell the story. I don't remember oh, it firsthand, okay. but, uh, apparently, um, I was over at my friend Jim's house mm-hmm. and, um, my mom was hanging out with his mom upstairs and we were down in the furnished basement playing mm-hmm. and, um, uh, this furnished basement had a bar Oh, I remember the bar. And behind the bar, they had this, uh, it must have been like a, uh, what's that, um, it's that uh, liqueur, it's like, a, it's like you put it in, uh, it's like a creamy kind of liqueur. Oh, like Bailey's? Bailey's. Mm-hmm. There must have been like a Bailey's giveaway or something because mm-hmm. it was a, it was a series of like 10 Santa Claus cups, like teacups that are shaped like Santa Claus heads oh, and then okay. a big Santa Claus pitcher. I guess you're supposed to put Christmas cocktails oh. in it and mix it and pour Were it they, out. Was it all labeled Bailey's? No, but I don't know. For some reason, it just reminds me of something that you'd mm-hmm. get with like a you know Bailey set mm-hmm. or something. It might mm-hmm. not even have been that. Uh, but uh, so apparently, my friend Jim and I were uh, we would we went behind the bar and we were taking the ceramic Santa Claus mugs and like a, a la a grenade, were hurling them over the bar and hearing them crash on the floor in the other side of the room. That's awesome. And so apparently, by the time my mom and Jim's mom heard this and came running downstairs, there was only one Santa Claus mug and one Santa Claus pitcher left. We had broken <laughs> like, all the other nine uh, oh, mugs. Awesome. So I guess that's close as I've ever come yeah. to, <laughs> to trashing a place. <laughs> and maybe why I find the sound of crockery breaking so satisfying. <laughs> that's great. That's a great story. And I remember, and I, I remember if we had to, if we, uh, if we had to clean it up. Connie <laughs> had to clean it up. That's very symbolic of, of your feelings about Christmas now. What's that? That uh, smash it all, destroy it, <laughs> except for the mug and the <laughs> and, and the and one small one. Well, I have some things from the book. Oh yeah, is, yeah. The, is the book uh, the same? The book is pretty much the same, right? The book is more or less the same as the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. 
Puzo writes on page 260. <laughs> this is Carlo. Carlo looked at the greasy veal and pepper splattered all over the kitchen. Greasy. <laughs> How do they spell it? Is it with an S? G-R-E-A-S-Y. So, <laughs> greasy. You, did you say greasy? I said greasy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's another way of pronouncing it, right? I guess so. (laughs) Well, it is technically another way of pronouncing it. I can't argue with that. Carlo looked at the greasy veal and pepper splattered all over the kitchen walls, and his finicky neatness was outraged. Oh, there you go. That's some insight that you don't see in the in the movie, right? Yeah. Did you would you have guessed that Carlo was a neat freak? Well, I mean, everything in its the place. line he probably says more than anything else in the whole movie is clean it up. So I guess, <laughs> I guess we should have seen <laughs> yeah. that coming. It's true. Uh, he starts to yell at Connie. They fight. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to jump to the knife. Connie retreated to the kitchen cabinets and her hand went into one of the drawers to haul out the long bread knife. Oh, it's mm. a bread knife. It doesn't look like a bread knife in, in the movie. The bread knife sort of has that rounded edge. Do you think they it's mean bread knife like... Stabbing. Yeah. Do you think they mean bread knife like the kind you use to spread butter or the bread knife you use so. the, the kind you use to cut through? I, I, can, cut I through know the, a bread uh, knife is the one that you use to slice the bread, which does not have a pointy end. But, huh. Anyway. Well, and then the next sentence is uh, Carla laughed. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's a bread knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it off. Like a, cut me off like a loaf of bread. You know what they should have got for this? They should have got the Turk. Oh. <laughs> He's good with a knife. He's real good with a knife. <laughs> Carlo laughed. Huh. Even the female Corleones are murderers, he said. He put the belt down on the kitchen table and advanced toward her. She tried a sudden lunge, but her pregnant heavy body made her slow, and he eluded the thrust she aimed at his groin in such deadly earnest. Mm. Whoa. <sighs> I'm going to skip ahead, Alex. <laughs> uh, that, that makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh Puto writes, he he drank from the bottle of whiskey still on the night table. Remember, he's wasted. That's right. We learned last yeah, week. Yeah, you don't see that whiskey. in the movie. Uh, he seemed very drunk now. His light blue eyes had a crazy glint in them, and finally Con- Connie was truly afraid. And so the, he kind of throws her down, but then he walks away. Puto writes, thoroughly frightened and cowed. Is that how you say it? Cowed? Mm-hmm. She lay in the bed, not daring to see what her husband was doing in the other room. Finally, she rose and went to the door to peer into the living room. Carlo had opened a fresh bottle of whiskey and was sprawled on the sofa. In a little while, he would drink himself into sodden sleep, and she could sneak into the kitchen and call her family in Long Beach. She would tell her mother to send someone out here to get her. She just hoped Sonny didn't answer the phone. She knew it would be, it would be best to talk to Tom Hagen or her mother. Hmm. Well, her mother. You talk, never lose your mother. Talk to your mother. So is that the end of the scene? Uh, no, it continues, oh. but it's really for the next minute. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the next minute is the phone call. Right. And there's some good inside information from the book that you don't see in the movie mm, about the know. phone call. So she calls. She's planning to call home mm-hmm. and to talk to Mama mm-hmm. and to say, Mama, can you send, I guess, one of the button men to pick her up? Yeah, I think so. Send that's, anyone. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, that's a nice uh, a nice service. Yeah, uh-huh. wish we had a fleet of button men willing to do our every <laughs> bidding. Yeah, even and armed, even better. Yeah, right. Buffers. We need buffers. Is what we need. <laughs> yeah, a lot of buffers. Alex. A lot of buffers. <laughs> so, uh, do you think we're going to give you your own personal Luca Brazzi? Just don't bring any babies around. He's got a thing with them. 
Uh, do you think this is this is an uncomfortable scene because obviously because yeah. you know it's very violent and and mm-hmm. so on. Do you think Connie? Do you think uh, Don? Do you think the Don ever beat Mama? Mm. Boy, good question. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm sure everything he, I've read in the book is doesn't. There's no indication of that, but. I mean, odds are. I mean, it seems, yeah, statistically, it seems yeah. like, you know. Statistically, yeah. There, he Although, must have raised his hand to her at some point. But do you think she would, would have disobeyed or done any? What would, what would she, I guess, starting earlier, what would she have done to, to deserve that? Yeah, maybe she, she didn't cook something properly. Maybe she she uh, hmm. she um, started breaking dishes all over the house mm-hmm. because because my gumar was coming over later. Hmm. Yeah, don't know. Could be anything. It really could. Statistically, yes, but it does seem slightly out of character. Right, because we like the Don. Because so we, we like the Don. We don't yeah. want it. It's a very, it's a very white American perspective. Oh, the Don wouldn't do this. Oh, right. But you're yeah. right. He probably, probably has. He probably still does. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, what are you doing singing at the wedding? You're off pitch. <laughs> I don't want to go there and start joking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was, it's funny watching this, this well, it wasn't funny, but watching this minute, it, this is a little unsettling because obviously we have, we put humor, we put a spin, a, mm-hmm. a funny spin on our analysis. And this is not really a funny scene. No. But that's the way it goes. There's nothing funny about domestic violence. Nope. Nope. Anything else for the minute? Or well, ready plus to- the, the fact that she's pregnant too. It all yeah. makes it all the more like, almost like, in a way it almost makes it, like it's almost so over the top that it it almost makes it easier to to weirdly take because you're like, well, it's just so extreme. No mm, one would really yeah. beat a pregnant woman, but yeah. obviously people do all the time. Yeah. So yeah, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. And I guess we know he gets killed. So yeah, that's true. Um, in the end, in the end, Mikey does make Connie or make Connie's child an orphan. No, an orphan. What's the line? He does say an orphan, but it's he not. Does. That's not I'm the not correct. Oh, that's right. He's going to kill Connie. Too. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> GF four hasn't been written yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have nothing else for this minute. I think I've. What I've, would you rate this one? Oh boy, it's a tough yeah. one. Because <laughs> obviously, like you said, the subject matter isn't pleasant. But from a cinema cinematic cinematographic cinema. Synonymic cinematag. Yeah, that. (laughs) Thinking of in terms of cinema. All right. In terms of cinema. Yeah. Not movies. I'm not saying I. Think of in terms of cinema, not in terms of (laughs) movies. Okay. Let's do it. One, two, three, four. Oh, four from Andy. I know, I know. that is a, it's that, memorable. That I think is uh, a line I think you use a lot. Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. that's one of your personal. Uh, whenever it's something <laughs> about right. cleaning it up comes up, yeah. you always beat me and tell me to clean it up. So I think that's <laughs> it sticks in your it sticks in your in your head. You know, many episodes ago, I think we way back, maybe a year or two, we started talking about what are the most recognizable lines in G in the Godfather series. <laughs> yeah, you said clean it up. I did, but I know it's probably not, but it might be top ten. No way. I mean it's not even really? top ten. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, maybe we'll, we'll have to we'll have to really put our heads together and call what we think are the top ten most memorable lines. How about this? I'm going to go over on the Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub mm-hmm. on Facebook. This is before mm-hmm. the episode is aired, and I'm just going to ask people, what do you think are the most iconic lines from The Godfather? And people just answer whatever they want, and we'll see how many, if any, say clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhat skewed because the people. The people on the people who visit, who patronize Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, listen to our podcast, so they probably they've heard a disproportionate amount of expressions we like, mm-hmm. and so that may bias so, them. They're not the general public, so you think the clean it up line will be more likely to come up or yeah, less likely? To I think come it up? will. Right, I'm willing yeah. to take. I'm the not chance. saying top ten, but it will. It'll be more more popular, more referenced than if you just ask some some. Um, Paulie on the street. Which line would get more? Which line is going to get more uh, mentions? Um, I guess also it's tough because when someone mentions one, other people they're not going to mention it. You really have to do it polls. Yeah, I'll do a poll. People can write yeah. in whatever their own answer is. Yeah, so that's how we'll do it. Yeah, which will get more votes? Um, clean it up or for your father? For your father? <laughs> See, there's no. I think cleaned up is more iconic than for your father. <laughs> no, but, no one knows that. <laughs> no, come on. All right, we'll see. Uh, clean it up for your father. <laughs> we should go with your ultimate godfather quote to see how many things oh, you can pack into yeah. one line. I made him an offer to clean it up. He had a can of his. Play your father. Funny <laughs> papers. <laughs> All right, I guess that'll wrap up minute 116. Mm-hmm. We have the bonus mm-hmm. content coming yeah, up. We got some horoscopes we got to get through. Do we have any topics we're going to bring up? I wrote down on my note last week when we were doing something, you said write that down. And mm-hmm. I wrote down for this week Godfather FF. Do you remember what that is? No memory. <laughs> <laughs> like fast forward, fast Fantastic Four. four. Funny, uh, I don't know, funny, funny something. Anyway, uh, we'll think about it over in, in the intermission. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we'll be so, back for the bonus content. If you go to godfatherminute.com slash support, you can sign up there and we'll, you can hear more of us talking. And it truly is funny. If you think we're funny in the first portion, you should try supporting us getting access to this bonus content because we just let it loose. Don't, don't we oversell start, it. We start breaking stuff. <laughs> And you don't even have to <laughs> clean it up. 